0: You are, you are now listening, listening to the. You are now, now listening to the you are now listening to the greatest chick, chick baddest, baddest, baddest bitch. Bit greatest chick, baddest bitch. Hey, y'all! It's your girl Cherry Wine, and I'm back with another episode of One Time. Um, We deep into season three now, Um, and today I have a special guest. Samantha from the big girl talk podcast hey Samantha hey how are you I'm good how's good. it going everything is great I have no complaints today oh that is so good we yeah. really can't have anything to complain about now in 2020 right we alive we live in I mean I could complain but I won't today this okay. week has been awesome so I, I have no complaints whatsoever and that's always a good thing so tell my audience a little about yourself. What you do, where you from. Okay. My name is Samantha. Um I go my screen name is Demi Sam. I'm a Black love author, a uh, big girl blogger and a plus size podcaster from Chicago, Illinois. Um I have five children. Um I'm a divorced single mom. So lots of things going on <laughs> in my world right now, but like I said I have Absolutely no complaints. That's good. You're busy over there. I going on. You got your table. Your table and your hands is full. Everything is really full right now. I'm working on a lot of different projects at the same time. So I'm glad I had some, some spare space to talk to you. I'm a fan of what you do. So Oh, thank you so much. And I'm a big fan of yours, too. Um, what I didn't know was that you was the author. So tell me about your book. Yes, um, actually I have three projects out at the moment. Um, my debut novel came out in 2018. Um, it was called The Never List. Um, it came back with The Marriage List a year later, and most recently I'm a part of an anthology with four other authors. Um, we produced a project called 90s Kinda Love, and that's one of the great things that happened to me this week is. um, My particular book, which is book four, debuted on the Amazon bestseller list at number seven, so that was really, really, really major for me as somebody that self-publishes their own work to have something be as popular as that, so I'm super grateful for that right now well congratulations and I did see you was doing a lot of posting about 90s level so I'm glad that you covered that because that was one of my questions (laughs) okay so now I got a new question now I gotta fill it in okay um how do you have all the time to write if you got your hands full uh, well, e-learning is kind of helping right now because I was worried about that while my kids weren't in the school. But while they're in school during the day, I'm working while they're working. So that's that's something that I've been able to do. I also schedule a lot. Like, I'm really big about my schedule and my organization, and I stay on task. So I make sure I can have time for everything in one day. It's it's busy, but it's definitely beneficial. That's good. That's one of the things I need to learn is time management. But yeah. like you said, while your kids is in school, that's when you work. That's what I've been doing since school started this year. So it's been kind of helping now that they're occupied and that gives me time to work on what I'm working on. So absolutely. absolutely. I definitely feel you on that one. So outside of everything, on when your free time, your downtime, if you have any, what do you do? What do you like to do? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I don't have too much downtime. Like, this, is my, <laughs> this is one of my, I only had three free weekends since my kids have been out of school, and this is one of them. So um, I'm really big in uh, charity and giving back. I'm actually a member of an organization that allows me to help the community and, 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 and do things such of that nature. So I do that. And I friends a lot. Um, my friends. I like my family. So You know, they're my my vacation from my hectic life. Okay. So, if you could go anywhere right now on vacation by yourself, COVID is not a problem, uh, getting a sitter is not a problem, where would you go? New Orleans. Uh, I've never been as an adult and that's actually my number one tourist destination is to go to New Orleans because I'm interested in you know spirituality and spiritual things and that's one of the hubs of the black spiritual movement so I would be I would love to go there and take tours and look around and talk to people okay so what made you start writing um I've been I, I read constantly like my mom jokes about it all the time and I didn't walk first I started reading first so I've just been constantly reading since I could remember how to read. I was the one always with my face in a book, whether it be um, the Sweet Valley High Twins or the Bobsy Twins or Fly Girl by Omar Tyree or stuff like that. I was always reading books. And one day I was just reading, and I'm like, I could write a book better than this. I don't even remember what the title of the book was. But I was like, I just know I could do better. And I tried, and it actually wound up being a pretty dope situation and that's the the never list that I wrote the first book that I released so you know once you do something for so long I feel like you become an expert in it so that's what I, I chose to flex my writing muscles after reading for years yes I love that and I have to go and grab your book so I can read them because I'm a bookworm too and I say okay. it, I say it a lot on here I love to read and um like you said the Sweet Valley High books those was official back in the day yeah, and, and, and the Babysitter Club, books. the Babysitter Club. Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> those books, man. Please, if y'all, I mean, we might be telling our age a little bit on here. It's cool though. It's cool because but, it was they was dope books at the time. Like yes. you, didn't, you didn't hear about people reading books about people they age, whether they was white people or not. You just didn't see that. Absolutely, so, absolutely. So to piggyback off the writing what made you do the podcast um well i as a self-published author marketing like when you publish with a a publishing house they have a whole team or people who are specifically meant to market your project but when you're doing projects on your own you just have to kind of dip and dab and go where you can be heard so um in researching how to market a book I heard about podcasts and I was like oh I think I could talk to myself or somebody else for 15 (laughs) minutes and I could just have it I could have it produced by the book so regardless as to whether you're listening to me or you're reading me you know about what I'm doing so it's just a a big a bigger way of expanding a knowledge base that goes right back to what I love which is my books. period period (laughs) (laughs) so now that i think we learned a lot more about you Mm -hmm. um this season i'm starting a new segment called shady shit of the week and this is a segment where you can call out any shady shit you've seen this week it could be personal something you saw online social media out and about anything so um do you have any shady shit that you saw this week? I just think the shadiest shit that has been occurring this whole year. Not that I'm a big pilot I'm not into politics at all. I don't want to make it seem like I'm interested in one outcome over the other. I don't agree with too much of any of it. But the fact that the the man that we call our president has child <laughs> listen had, okay. had, has all of a sudden fallen victim. <laughs> To the very virus that he's been hollering and screaming about exactly I just i mean it just it just seems like it's scandal and all of that stuff has nothing on the president that we have like this is something that people write about yes the shit, the shit that he does. And, and all of a sudden, you just fall sick with this virus. But you're the most protected man in the country right now. Who's exposing you? Child, let me tell you something. I just had this conversation with my husband when we were watching the debate. And it was funny, but it's not funny. But we laughed at the debate. Because this yeah. guy is, he really on his own time. And when he was speaking about the corona. He stated that it was political. This whole thing was political, and now two days and later, now all of a sudden, <laughs> your people are yeah, people are telling you that you're you're not gonna win an election. Now you wanna come out for this sympathy situation? Yes. Oh my God, I'm so. But sir, you <laughs> you've been pulling this BS this whole time, and okay. now sponta- spontaneously, you just happen to have been exposed. I it's just that's just way too
1: convenient. It.
0: It's too convenient. It's it that, too convenient. That's what it is. This is the same man that stood at the podium and told Biden that he has 40,000 people at his rallies and he don't have to wear a mask. This right. Is, this this <laughs> man just stood there and said this, that you know, he made it seem like he was, you know, Corona couldn't touch him. And now, exactly. and, and now two days later, you got Corona, you and your wife—that It's just amazing to me. And then yesterday, That's... we're reading that um, he he's saying that just the the Democrats need to just go ahead and approve the stimulus because the country might not. Nigga, you trying to make it seem like you're <laughs> you're so for everything. Now you are a Corona victim, so now you want to feel now sorry? Now you just for... understand why all of us need your assistance, exactly. Like... But how convenient is it that exactly? A month from the day you got corona is the election. Is the election. And so you have all of these um, non-melanin individuals standing on the other side going, oh my God, our president, you know, he understands our plight. We should re-elect him. And I just don't, I don't understand. I I did not realize that there was so many, I'm going to use the word ignorant people, but it's not malicious because if you look up the word ignorant, it means that you're lacking knowledge. So all of these people are lacking common sense and knowledge about this president, and I, I don't, I don't understand where all of his support comes from. And he do have some melanin supporters too. That and 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 I hate it. I I hate to say it, but I hate the fact that some of us is supporting him.
1: Yeah, and absolutely.
0: I feel like when everybody heard that Trump was running for president, all of they saw. Was dollar signs, you know what I mean? It was, be- be- it was, because- but it was a joke. Yeah, that's when the joke started. The yeah, joke didn't start with coronavirus. The joke started with the election. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you hear Trump, you hear money. Because you know him from having money. You know his family right. from having money. So if you right. say, "Oh, Trump running for president," you automatically think that's gonna fatten your pockets. Absolutely not. It's fattening his. It's fattening his because it's his money in the first place. It's, it's... If we weren't benefiting from his success pre-White House, then what made anybody think we would be benefited from it once he got in there? That, that's, that's just once again speaking to the lack of knowledge that people have. People don't see what's actually going on. They see, they they take what's presented to them and trust it. And that's that's not the type of, the world that we live in. Everything needs to be questioned and analyzed. Exactly. But down here, you though. so that was definitely some shady shit Trump getting corona and his wife and now all of a sudden he want to be pushing our stimulus packages and shit because I knew that he was going to do this when it was time to vote I knew that when it was time for us to get out there and put our votes in he was going to hit us with another stimulus because you know because you you know the people that's unemployed Need it. it's people yeah. still losing their jobs today like it's and unemployment. gonna come through with this last minute safety net and Man. everybody's gonna go oh my god our president is amazing he okay. survived the coronavirus and he gave us some more money and then okay. there's four more years of what we've been going through for the last four years and it's sad that's what i'm saying i don't believe it is. in the government situation at all and you see these videos where um there's white supremacists saying that if Trump don't win, um, it's gonna be a war, yes. and um, and if he do win, they're ready. And I'm like, ready for what? That's exactly why I went and got my gun license because okay. y'all want to come around here and acting all stupid. I, I'm afraid of guns. I don't like them, but if it comes down to it, I'll shoot me a motherfucker behind one of my kids. I tell you that absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> and and that's just on period. That's that is facts now. <laughs> So um, I received a DM from another fellow podcaster And um, it was about a post that I posted a while ago And um, she felt that she wanted me to go more in depth with the post So I'm like, okay So today we're going to discuss it Um, The topic is fuck it mindset And to fill you in a little bit more on that um, Women who have been hurt tend to have the fuck it mindset in the aftermath Mm -hmm. of a breakup, a divorce, uh, a a friendship that has ended, anything. You know how we get. If it's done, it's done. And sometimes we do tend to make the next person pay for what we've dealt with previously. Is it right? No. It's not right. But if you've been hurt, that's normally what's going to happen. You're going to put your guard back up and it's not going to be easy for the next person. Whether it's right. a friend, a boyfriend, a new husband, whatever the case may be. So, mm-hmm. um, what's your take on that? Um, well, as somebody who is divorced, I feel like it's not... It's it's, it's different ways of looking at the fucking manifest, Okay. If it's if it's fucking from bitterness and oh I just don't wanna be bothered with him because how could he have the audacity to leave somebody as far as me like that that's like a twenty year old's fucking mindset. But as mm-hmm. you get older, like I'm I'm thirty nine, I'll be forty next year. And it's just like it's it's not fuck it as far as you're concerned, it's not like I'm saying fuck you. It's fuck this. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because because People think that when you leave them alone that it's it's because you're bitter, and that's that's not the case. Maybe I just don't want to be bothered with this no more, or maybe I saw a version of myself in my relationship with you, and i i don't I choose not to be that person anymore like from the outside, fuck it looks different from the inside mm-hmm. and I just feel like people people need to realize that the situations change them. Like my, my divorce changed me as you get older, different things that go on in your life make you view the world differently. And it makes you see what you're willing to put up with as opposed to what you're not. So it could seem like she's saying fuck it because she was hurt and maybe she was, but maybe she just saying fuck it because she don't want to be that person no more. And she decided that she was going to be a person that didn't let people walk all over her. And it's, it's, It could be either side of the coin with that type of situation. Any type of pain changes you. All pain changes you in some form or fashion. Absolutely. You get to decide whether you're going to change for the positive aspect as in making yourself better. Or if you're going to change in a negative aspect as in making the next man pay for what the previous man did. Everybody Mm -hmm. gets a decision. You don't have to take anything. You get to decide. Just like you decided you wanted to be with the man, you could decide you don't want to be with the man. And there's nothing wrong with that. I's nothing wrong with that at all, absolutely, and like they say, if you knew better, you'd do better so maybe absolutely. if maybe after this relationship or this friendship, I now know better, so the next time I'm gonna do better, and if you can't accept this part of me, then you don't need to be around me then you know, and Oh my god! I just slipped my mind. I just had it while you was talking because <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> but pe- people make the mistake of thinking that every relationship that 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 they in is meant to be long term. Absolutely, every relationship isn't meant to be a forever type relationship. That that goes for for a uh, relationship with your parents or with your your friends or not just male woman type situations. People break up with their friends all the time. I'm mm-hmm. breaking up with quite a few people that I never slept with <laughs> in the past year because no everybody is not meant to be in your circle at the same capacity all the time. Some people are, but some people are just not and you just need to learn how to let go of people when your time is up. I totally agree because through life we evolve and sometimes we outgrow people. Absolutely. So the people that Absolutely. you the people that you actually grew up with and known your whole life, they might not be good for you at your Uh, at the phase that you're in right now absolutely and as you mature and your thought process changes and the way you approach your life changes everybody isn't going to be able to move with you some people just have to move because y'all don't match up no more absolutely and everybody is not going to get the same version of you right and that's that's and that's the crazy part because i think that's what the post was about i think it was now that it's you know, I post so much. I post so much crazy shit to that I forget. <laughs> but I, I think it right. was something pertaining to the person not getting the same version of you. But if I allowed this one person to break me down and like literally leave me with nothing and suck the life out of me I'm not allowing the next person to do it I'm sorry absolutely absolutely It's no way It's no way in hell that I'm gonna allow the new person to come in and do the same because if you keep going through the same shit expecting different outcomes you gonna you just gonna drive yourself fucking crazy absolutely you gonna keep torturing yourself Mm -hmm. And and you're not gonna be happy at all not that's at all. True. And that's the that's the thing too. When when you break up with someone or break up a friendship or a relationship, you have to give your time yourself time to heal. Because if right. you don't and you automatically go into something else nine times out of ten the same shit gonna happen again and that's what normally happens to serial daters people that's afraid to be by themselves and they those are the ones that's always complaining well there's no good women out here or there's no good men out here no you're not giving yourself a chance to find them or let them find you because right you still out here looking for the next best thing right and people need to like I, i think a lot of times in relationships we're so concerned with our perception of what we expect from the relationship when we not really paying attention to what other people expect. And that's, that's, that's all part of being a human being. A human being is a selfish individual because we have to perfect, protect ourselves all time. But at mm-hmm. the same time, when you're in a relationship with someone else, your feelings are not the only valid feelings in, in the room. You have to be considerate of somebody else's feelings. So if somebody breaks up with you, that don't mean that you did anything wrong. It just means that y'all were not meant to be together, and it's exactly. cool. Like, it exactly. Exactly. It doesn't have to be an issue because somebody broke up with you. You would I would rather somebody leave me because they wasn't feeling me than stay with me just because they ain't had nothing else to do. Absolutely, and that and see, and I'm glad you said that because sometimes when you're on the receiving end of the breakup, you automatically think that it was something that you did or something right. is wrong with you. No, and then yeah. you go into situation trying to avoid all those things that you were with the previous person when you probably had the best qualities and they wasn't ready for it you trying to change for somebody when you could just be cool by yourself and wait for somebody that actually wants to be cool with you but uh, people don't they're so scared that they're not going to be accepted that they don't want to be themselves, and that's where a lot of the bitterness comes from because man i changed for you and you still ain't want me but if they didn't want you they wouldn't want you anyway and that's what I call a shapeshifter. Somebody that yeah. wants to change who they are to please the person that they're with. And all the while, on the inside, you ain't really happy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You gotta be in a relationship still don't work. Because... Okay. <laughs> because when okay. you decide you're and trying to pretend, in. you're trying to stop <laughs> pretending. You want to be who you really are. And this dude has no idea who you are. Because exactly. you didn't tell him who you were from the beginning. Yep. Exactly. Just like they say, when, if I can't eat in front of you, if you can't see my natural hair when I take my wig off, then you ain't for me. Right, exactly. (laughs) You ain't for me. Because I see a lot of people that say, oh, well, um, I wouldn't want the first date to be dinner because I don't want him to see, I don't want him to watch me chewing. First of all, he shouldn't even be watching you chew because he should be eating too. First (laughs) of all, when he met me, I was probably chewing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that's not a valid excuse. Because when he walked up on me the first time, I was probably in the middle of doing something. Okay. So the first day is absolutely going to be out to eat. We're going to eat these wings. Right. You need to see <laughs> me when I got my hot wings and blue cheese. Because okay. if you can't handle my hot wings and blue cheese, you ain't going to be able to handle nothing else about me. Period. If you can't handle me eating these um flat pieces and drinking my honey, Jack, honey, <laughs> right. then you ain't. It, I ain't the one for you. <laughs> right. Well, or you, you call. I had this one who used to call. He used to FaceTime me. And he would be like, why you got your scarf on? Boy, because you, you came to visit without calling first. You can't just, just FaceTime me <laughs> and expect me to just be ready for you. I be having things to do. I got kids to take care of. Well, I just don't like seeing you in your wrap scarf. Okay, oh. well, maybe you should text me and say, um, I'm going to FaceTime you in five minutes. If that's how you feel about it. If that's honestly just, just give me some, some notice. Well, if you don't want to see me with my scarf on, then you ain't ready to just lay next to me at night, honey. Because it, it,
1: it, you want to see it my right scarf,
0: on. my body. Because from that point <laughs> on, I made, even with the text message, I made sure I had, hey, he was at least seeing me take my scarf off because boy, this is what it is. If you, if you want to spend the night, this is what you're gonna see. So That's it's what gonna you're gonna, be gonna rap see. Star for no rap star. Okay, because when this wig come off, baby, I'm rescue sure <laughs> where she jumped out on the orbit oh All God. right. Hello. <laughs> oh if-, <laughs> <laughs> for real though. if you don't want to see that, honey, keep it pushing. Keep it For moving. Really, that's the honest truth. People I mean, just just let people move in and out how they want to move. Yeah. When the right person want to stay, they gonna stay because they want to. Yeah. Not because you look nice with your wig and lashes on. And they are gonna help you take that wig off and put, <laughs> and put it on right. the wig head and sit it up right. on the dresser. Okay? Right. Help okay. you take your braids out. Take, when, help when you when take them braids out. Cut them tracks out.
1: Okay, absolutely. they're gonna help absolutely. you take them braids
0: out and all that massage your scalp, all that you're gonna know all when in. it's real, right? <laughs> like, absolutely, you're gonna catch that blue cheese drip off your lip, okay? But you're gonna have to be able to want to see the same because dudes ain't always the slick, hell no, they ain't always this is got that, they ain't always ashy. got that smell good uh-huh. on. Honey. The always... days before the barbershop. Hmm. But the barbershop pictures is rough around here. <laughs> it worked both ways, okay? Both ways. Obviously. That beer, that beard ain't lined up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the Chilling with Juice podcast. Podcast. Real and raw. And maybe the unpopular opinion, but we're okay with that. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up on Instagram at Chilling with Juice Pod. On Twitter at I'm Chilling. See you soon on the Chilling with Juice podcast. Every Friday. Now, I got to come on and be a guest on yours. Okay. But, okay, so now we're going to use this time for you to tell my listeners where to find you, how to locate you, all about your books, where to buy them, your podcast, where to listen, how to find you on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are. So, okay. this is your time. Okay, you can follow me. Um, my website is com. That's why I have my blog, um, links to my books, as well as links to episodes on my podcast. My podcast is actually on hiatus right now, but it's being re released um, on Halloween, October 31st of this year. Um, I'm switching some things up. So it's actually going to be totally different than it is now. It's actually going to be scripted. But um, when I do return on Halloween, um, that's where you can find me on damnitsam.com, also on iHeartRadio Podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Um, My books, The Never List, The Marriage List, and If I Ever Fall In Love, which is book four in the 90s Kind of Love series, are all available on Amazon.com and Kindle. They're free to read if you have Kindle Unlimited, but they're all available on Amazon.com and you can find the links to those on my website as well, um, you can follow me on Facebook. My page is author Sam Strahan, S-T-R-A-H-A-N. That's my full government name. And on Instagram, you can find me at The Demon Sam. So anything you want to know about me, you can find out on my Instagram page because my link to everything that I do is there as well. Period. Well, thanks for coming on and joining me today.
1: Hopefully. Thank you so much for
0: having me. I appreciate it. We had a good time. Yes, always. It's always wine time. <laughs> Absolutely. Because um, I'm sipping my Moscato and it's not even 2 o'clock. And that's what I'm talking about, okay? Period. Absolutely. It's period. never too early to have no wine, okay? Never, and when and when you are a mother, a hardworking mother like we are, we can have wine whenever, okay? Absolutely. That is so true. That's <laughs> and so that's true. just on period. But period. <laughs> this has been another episode of Wine Time, and I love and appreciate you all. Catch me again next time. Bye. Yeah. yeah, let's pour some cherry wine. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, we bring it every time. Yeah. Pour a little cherry wine. Yeah. Hey yo, salam. Yeah, I think they know the time, everything's good, everything's fine, yeah, you pour a little cherry wine, yeah, life is good, life is good.